no one could promise that 50% of the speakers are going to be marginalized groups. And there was a whole list of marginalized. Like, it could be anything from people in wheelchairs to people who are blind to people's color of their skin, ethnicity, religion, sexual preference. All these things qualify. She put them all in there. And I was just like, I can't do that. I can't be asking these questions. Like, Do you like boys? Do yeah. you like girls? Yeah, what's sexual- do you like them both? I mean, how would you even ask that? I just, I just don't know. I don't know. Most people would be offended if you're asking like during like a job. Why that, and, they're going to ask me, why do you want to know? Because I need to hear a certain percentage of speakers so that I. So if you're not in the right category, speaker. I'm gonna have to deny yeah, you. Yeah, I'm gonna let you know. By the way, if you t- happen to be like, I have too many straight people now. I'm sorry, you're not welcome. That's how you get sued. By the way, that's discrimination. Always ask why. Why is this the way it is? The whole goal is to rise the industry, to grow it. Yeah, don't worry about giving us credit, guys. We're not here for that. If it grows the industry, that's what makes me happy. When you first said it, I was going to hang up. (laughs) It's not a race you want to win. Yeah, you're going to lose because it'll be too cheap. You'll be working for like McDonald's money. Otto, Mitter, Andre, show from Alibana. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on board. Okay, we'll take 20. I I can't do math. I'm a beauty professional. Yeah, they panning. I do teeth whitening. I'm like, okay, there's some point where you got to draw a line. My biggest concern is longevity and making sure that you've got the best possible mechanical fit. If you're looking for a lash podcast that will challenge how you do lashes, build you up, and help you create a business that not only thrives, but allows you to live a life you're proud of, you've come to the right place. This is Lashcast, your friend in the lash industry. Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Today, we are going to finish up a talk we started last week. Last week, if you listen, if you haven't, please stop right now. Go back and listen to last week's episode. Not the interviews, but the one where Tuss and I talk about basically you know, jealousy and basically victimhood and how that's not going to help you to build your business, right? Envying others and trying to tear down others and attack others is not going to somehow be the winning formula so that you get what you want out of life. And we go into a lot of stuff because we've had some stuff in the last couple of weeks come up and it was very discouraging, but also moments to be reflective and also to think through things a little bit more deeply, to just know what we believe, what we think, and also hopefully share that with you guys with the opportunity to encourage you and help those of you who have been similar as us. If you don't, if you don't want to go back real quick, review, right? We talked about how basically we ourselves for 12 years were basically left out of the party. We wanted to be part of the greater lash industry. We had done some pretty remarkable things in our salon here in Los Angeles. We had the top award-winning salon in Southern California. We had topped seven figures as a salon. We had a staff of like 12 lash artists. We had done trainings in our local area. We had done a lot of notoriety and been recognized by magazines, newspapers, and stuff like that. But when it came to being recognized in the lash world, Crickets. Tuss even went to Lash Wars, <laughs> scored horribly, and told basically her technique is not good. And it was just a very painful journey of basically being pushed off, being told, no, no, you're not, you guys don't have anything. Don't, even me, Paul, you're too old. You know, no one wants to see you on Instagram. No one wants to hear your voice. You guys really need to just kind of go be quiet and go away. 
And we kept hoping that we'd be recognized, hoping that we would be seen. Hopefully, people would invite us to the table. We wrote for magazines. I wrote for Lash Inc. I wrote for Eyelash Magazine. We did stuff, even for other magazines um, in the beauty space. And finally, in 2017, 12 years after Tusney really first learned about lashes, we got allowed, we were allowed to speak at ISSEM in Long Beach. And that was a big moral victory for us. We finally felt seen. We finally felt heard. It was very encouraging. And it really began to give us the confidence, okay, we're, we're on the right path. In 2018, we started our podcast and still no invites. Shelby, our good friend Shelby, who we love dearly, she started a podcast just right after us. We barely beat her, but her podcast blew up more than ours, and she got invited to a whole bunch of places. And I remember us going, "What? I don't get it. We have both. We were the two only podcasts at the time. Tara Walsh soon joined us after that, and but yet we weren't being invited. In fact, Tara also got invited. Shelby got invited. We stayed home. And and then we didn't know why. No, no. I mean, really realized we just hadn't impressed anyone yet. That's where we realized what came to terms, or you know, when we understood this. And by the way, we decided to do something about it. We said, well, if we're not getting invited to any conferences, we'll start our own. Why not? Right? We'll just do our own. We saw anyways a need. The conferences at that point had been pretty much only about technique. No one was doing lashes or about business and. You, you saw kind of the same people speaking at all the conferences. And so we knew there was a big opportunity here that we could go in, step in, and provide new voices, new, including ourselves, by the way. We got to speak um, in 2019. I spoke, uh, we did opening talk, and we did, I think, Tusk did a class with one of our teammate, team, um, teammates from our salon, former salon. And then I also taught another class. And I think we did another thing. Oh, yeah. So we did three or four talks, okay? This year, I'm not going to do any other than a short one in the beginning of the conference because I don't have time. I realize me doing talks is not a good use of my time. I'm here to support all the other speakers. My job is to build a conference that they can get their job done. That said, that was it. That was our first time we ever spoke. No one had ever heard from us speak on stage, at least in the last conference. No one ever invited us. And because we spoke and had our own conference, and it was a success at that time, it had been almost 300 people. That was huge for the last world. We got invited, and then we got invited again, and we got invited again. And since then, we've been invited to a handful of conferences, and we're very honored. And by the way, the conferences, well, that was a nice affirmation that we knew what we're doing. It didn't pay our bills. That was just kind of a, 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 a starting point. We need to get other ways. So that's why we have our webinars. That's why we have our trainings. That's why we have LashCon, right? And soon, coaching. So all these things that we've been doing has been there to help build our name, build our rep. And we had to do it ourselves. No one was giving us help. I mean, a lot of people were like, oh, man, you guys should be seen more. You, got, you know, We got nice encouragement from people. But no one was saying, oh, by the way, let's help you out. And here, here's the way to go. So... Hopefully today we're going to be wrapping up this conversation and going into really what we saw in people who we invited to speak at LashCon. So if you want to speak at our conference or you want to speak at another conference, hopefully these stories or these little insights into people and what they did will help encourage you to you know come on board and say, all right, I'm going to have a game plan. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And by the way, be willing to pivot. There's not just one way, right? There's many different ways to wherever you want to get. And sometimes some of them come, you do hit brick walls. And so you change, pivot, and go another way. And then you change, pivot, go another way. The one who pivots the most and has the tenacity and the patience wins. 
everyone else quits at some point or gives up or blames people. And if you find yourself blaming people, that's what we want you to stop doing. Stop blaming people for your lack of success because no one cares. No one cared. I mean, we felt bad during all those years that we were being basically pushed aside and told, nope, we don't want you. We felt bad. We felt angry. We we felt um, marginalized, definitely. But we didn't let that define us, and we didn't let their opinions of us be the final word. And by the way, this may all change today. Like after this podcast, maybe everyone's like, screw Paul, never inviting him to speak again. I get it. You got to earn it every time. But no one owes me anything. I really believe this. No one owes me anything. As much as I wish the world did, they don't. And if you feel that way, like why haven't I? If you're asking why I haven't, you're, you're, you're feeling entitled. You're feeling entitled to success that you haven't yet gotten. And I believe you can get it, though. That's the other thing. I don't want you to say, well, I guess Paul says I'm a loser. I'm not going to do it. No, no. We really believe if you work hard and if you focus and you try different things and you're patient and you give yourself time, you'll find that pathway to that success that you're aiming for. It just may not look the way you want it. For me, it wasn't. I didn't come. This is another side note about my film career that I said, shared a little bit last time. I had no thought in my 50s I'd be working in the beauty industry. That was not success to me. That was failure. But now, you know what? That's changed. I'm actually very excited and very proud of what Tustany and I have built in this industry and the, and the impact and the lives we've worked with and the people we've helped. I am so proud of that. I feel so blessed and honored. So it changed for me. I had to go from, I had to be a writer. If I didn't make movies, kill me. Really, that's what my mindset was to, hey, what's this thing that Tustany's doing? Wow, it's really taking off. Hey, let's do a salon. Hey, that didn't really work out. Hey, let's do this. Podcast. Wow, that's kind of getting, catching on. Oh, wow, look at this last con. Boom, boom, boom. And we just kept changing and planning and doing different things. And as a result, now we have some success. I wouldn't say we're crazy successful. We're not millionaires. We're not, like, thinking about retiring anytime soon. Okay? Hopefully many of you will do better than us. So by the time you hit my age, you're like, you know what? I can work or not. It's just a choice for me now. I don't want you to be where I'm at a point where, no, no, I, I messed around enough in my early years. We made nothing, <laughs> all right? Don't have the big bank account, the, the count on the carry us into retirement. So I got hustle now, work like I'm 18. And that's life. That's okay. I don't mind. You pay the price, you learn your lessons, and you move on. And that's what we're doing now. So hopefully for those of you who have been trying to make it or move on to that next level, get that product line, get that training going, get that speaking, get whatever it is that you're doing where you're wanting to move beyond the last room, hopefully today will be a little of encouragement. Hopefully you're hearing a little bit more about our story because I realize we haven't really shared a lot of this, and that's when you hear assumptions by people posting online, and that's where we talked about the gossip because people say things and they make things up and they exaggerate just to make a point. And before you know it, you're looking at some posts and comments like that. I don't know who that is. That's not me. They're not talking about me. I know they're using my name, but that's not me. I'm not that person. And uh, so hopefully this will unpack a little bit of that so you guys know our journey and you can identify it with it if you, you know, whatever part of it that will help you with your journey so that you can move on to that next level. All right, but before we do that, guys, guess what time it is? Yeah, it's announcement time. Okay, so real quick, LashCon season is upon us. We're only weeks away from LashCon. I don't know at the time I'm recording this if we have any tickets left, but if we do, go to the show notes, 
Click on the link and get your ticket now or buy the virtual ticket. That's the one you can get. That's super cheap. No airfare, no hotel, no eating out. Just $247, and you get to hang out. Actually, it may have gone up by net that the time this plays, but hopefully $247 or $297. Anything under $300, bucks, guys, super cheap. And you get two months to watch the replays. Promise you it'll be well worth it. There's going to be tons of information that helps you with your business. That's what we're here for. We want to help you get hear new voices, new people speak truth into you and your life so that you can build that business that you're proud of and i promise this will be an amazing couple days and you have two months to watch watch it or listen you can just listen to it you don't have to watch it and it will be great so go buy that ticket that virtual ticket and check out if you can make it especially if you're close by in the la area and you're just like hey you know what i'll just drive over every day don't have to pay for a hotel and we still have a 190 i believe we should still have our rooms available for 189 at the pastina um, hotel and pool which is less than a mile away so you can do, go get your cheap hotel Hang out with us at LashCon, and I promise you, you will be um, a better person for it. And you will make a lot of new friends, and you'll be inspired, and you'll just have a fire inside you like you've never had to go back and take over and kick some butt in your business. So go sign up if you can today. I promise you. It'll be great. Lots of promises today. I don't know why. I got to. Cut that one on my vocabulary. Um, lastly, Lashcast Insider. Or no, two things. Lashcast Insider, if you want to get discounts, if you want to be on top of things with us, what we're offering, what we're doing, you want to be an insider, go join our email list. Link's in our bio or go to our Instagram and you can join there. And lastly, we have Tusney's Lash Retention Courses, November 19th, 20th in Boston, December 3rd and 4th in Los Angeles. If you want four-week retention, you need to take this class. It will change the way you approach lashing. You have to be experienced, and we really focus mostly on pre-mades, and classic is really what we do best. If you do volume, you can take it, and it will still help you immensely, but it's a little bit more difficult. All right, so that's all said. Uh, that was my longest introduction I've ever had, but I think I just want to unpack some things, especially for those of you who have not listened to this last episode and just didn't feel like it. At least you got kind of the nuts and bolts of what we were saying from the last episode. And now you can go into hopefully what's the inspiring part of the episode where you get to hear about people's stories and about how they became speakers at LashCon. Do you want to share a little insight about how if somebody wants to get on the stage? Yes. Let's end this on a positive note to share some hopefully hopeful stories that will let you know how people got into our event. Because people probably wondering, like, how can I be a guest? Or how can I be on the podcast? Or how can I be on a stage? And not all conferences are the same, so I can't share. This is how every conference works. But I want to share a bunch of stories about our list, our people from this year, and just short ones. And hopefully, that'll be you'll just go, oh. Really? That's how you did it? It's like, yeah, that's how he did it. Some of these people are no names, and some of them are big names, and some are up and coming, and so forth. They're all over the map. So, for instance, um, Janine Ledford, who's one of our keynote speakers, we met her earlier this year in New Orleans. In January. And, in January at Serious Business. She spoke there, and she was amazing. And I went She's up. written a book. She written a book, and I went up afterwards, met with her, and she said, I would love to speak at your conference. That's why I'm here, by the way. I'm speaking, hoping to get more speaking engagements. And she's also now speaking at 
we're going to be going to the team base conference next week. And she's speaking there too. <laughs> so, she, so she got a couple of gigs, some serious business and more, I'm sure, than that. So I met her for that. Kendra Braxton Ferguson, who we're also speaking, we're excited to have her. She's just an old client of ours. We've known her for like, six, seven years. We met her at Cosmoprof. I met her at Cosmoprof yeah. and I went up to her and we just started chatting and I just said, I would love to do your lashes. Yeah. And she said, sure, I live in LA. Oh, that'll be great. Now she, you don't know, if you don't know who she is, you'll know her after you see her at LashCon. She's huge guys in the social media world and represents, used to represent, especially in the blogging world top before. Top A-listers. Top A-listers, bloggers. She knows every big name Instagram person out there and she represents people and she's connected in all these big ways. She's am- it's not just the blogging now. No, no. Her sweet spot is uh, celebrities. Yeah. When celebrities want to do their own personal brand, brand yeah. she's often behind them. She's kind of like the PR company and the social media company behind them that gets the word out, gets people to know about them and she manages and all that. So, you know, she's at this high level. And even when we met her six years ago, she was still blowing up, but now she's even bigger. And we've actually tried to get her at LashCon for many years. And it wasn't until this year she said yes. I mean, we always had a representative from her company, yeah. the Brain Trust. But this is the year that we could afford her. <laughs> yeah, we could, you know, by the way, these top billing, bill, we'll say Kendra, and also the same thing with Seth and Janine and Lori Harder. These are all high-level speakers. They speak at national conferences, business conferences, and they cost a lot. They won't speak at most conferences because they'll say, well, I need X amount of dollars. And the conference is like, ah, that's our budget. What do you mean? Our entire budget. Uh, like, what budget is that? What do you mean? You, that's, you get paid that? I mean, big-name speakers like Gary Vee get two hundred, three hundred, five hundred thousand dollars just to speak for us an hour okay we are not affording those kind of speakers yet but i'd like to mm-hmm. I, i'd that's love to have that's, that's a goal seth is another guy we met him at serious business like three years ago and we saw my ib uh, at cosmoprof too and we reached out to him so those are our top of the line speakers that you go okay well gosh guys I, that's not me i'm not speaking on national stages i mean that's all that is it last con no we also have what well, i'll say kind of up and coming we have Mackenzie graham who you guys probably she has a podcast now and a youtube channel she's doing and she blew up back in 2021 she blew up her gram she was just doing reels and she was doing better than anyone and everyone fell in love with her and i remember she came to LashCon. i saw her there and i said hey Mackenzie." I like to have you at LashCon. I just saw her in the kitchen or in the dining room because I was like, you know what? I'm watching what you're doing. You could probably teach a few people a few things about Instagram and you're doing better than anyone right now. So could you, would you come on and do it? And she said, and she, out of the blue, she's like, yeah, that'd be great. And she, I'd never seen her speak. So I'm a little nervous when I do that, but I just said, you know what? Mackenzie, I think you'd be great, and uh, hopefully you'll come back next year. And later, when I approached her, she was still on board, and that's, thus she is here. Blaze Lloyd from Lashivo, we found out a couple years ago, basically uh, Lost Artistry reached out to us and said, by the way, you someone to follow, up-and-coming bright star in our industry, Blaze Lloyd. I mean, she was only 19 or something at the time. So she used to just follow her. She's doing some cool stuff. She's really motivated, very driven. And so I was like, okay, sure. And I followed her. And I saw she actually became a sponsor last year and came to LashCon. And then we were in Australia and we went to our, a conference in Australia in March and we saw her speak. And she hands down, I thought, had the best talk that day. It was just amazing. Just great content. And I just said, okay, I, we got to get Blaze 
Now, I didn't know the time she was going to be. She, I think she's spoken at more conferences than anyone this year. She's spoken at every conference. She's been in Australia twice. By the time, well, once so far, she'll be there again just before LashCon. She spoke at Beauty Factor. We saw her in Canada. And then she also spoke in London. This gal has been all over the place. But I also think that she's quite aggressive in terms mm-hmm. of her outreach. It's not like you wake up in the morning and somebody calls and says, hey, we've got this great opportunity for you. Yeah. Sometimes that happens, but usually you have to be the one that is going down and shaking the tree and saying, how can I serve you? How can I do this? How can I help you? And I know that she did that. Yeah, no, Blaze, basically, I'm sure after she did that weekend, I think she probably had video footage and she probably shared it with her. I should ask her how she did it. But I bet she just reached out there and wanted to say, hey, guys, I have this great talk. Just did this conference there. And everyone's always looking for new speakers with new topics. And people are like, Heck, yeah. The the psychology of sales. The neuroscience. Neuroscience behind sales and why people make decisions. No one's ever talked about that. That sounds really smart. So what I'm just going to interject right here is that one of the things that you can do if you want to have a voice, I've talked to a lot of people who said, I'd love to be on stage one day. Well, do some research, something that's close to your heart. Do some legitimate research into it. Get some references, put together a presentation, and then you've got something. Then you can come to us and say, hey, I would love to share this information with the last And that's just be, it has to be about business. I don't come to me. I get sometimes some woo-woo things, and that's fine. Those talks can go somewhere. Probably not our conference. If you come with us like talking about how rocks and crystals in your room have given you energy and make you a better lash artist, great. That's not what we're looking for for LashCon. We're not looking for those kind of talks. We're looking for really stuff about how people, tangible ways to improve their businesses. So wait a minute though. I just want to go back and explain this. If you were to do a talk on crystals, (laughs) it would be different if it was like, well, if you heat the crystals, they give off negative ions and these are the studies and these are the studies on how it impacts the human body. That's different than what you just said. I'm just saying that right now, most people just treat it very loosely. Like just put crystals, it makes me feel better and I feel empowered and I work and that's fine. Okay. But that's just kind of loosey goosey, no science. It's just my feelings. We're not looking for feel. I'm just no, no. Trying to give it's an like example. a research paper, like something. But it has to be about business. It can't just be about how I found out if I, my room's pink, I just feel happy. That's probably not going to be a topic. I'm. But put it on. could be. There are studies that show paint colors affect brain waves in certain ways. Yes. So you break it down into really the sciencey side of things as tangible science. I probably. I'm that just saying that chance. if you say something, if you back it up with research, that's what we're looking at. I guess, again, bigger picture, has out business. Okay. Just think that. I mean, if you're like, well, I just want to talk about lash technique. Well, we're not really teaching lash technique yet. We may one day, but not yet. Or if you're like, I want to talk about how my morning routines. Okay, morning routines are great. We should have them. But is that something I'm probably going to feature in LashCon? Probably not at this point. Maybe at some point. I'm not going to say never. I just wanted to be trying to clear so when people start submitting, if they do, hopefully you will. Hopefully this will motivate you. But I got all sorts of stuff that I do. Like, what's special about what you do at your work? What do you do that attracts clients? What do you do with customer service? What do you do with sales? What do you do with systems that you've built in your business that helps you to rise above your competition? And you have to be doing something. You can't be slow, not busy, and have a crappy um, marketing plan and expect to be recognized. You can't. You got to do something noteworthy to be there. And all these people I've explained so far have. I mean, I also, we're going to have Claire Hooper speak. Why? 
Claire's a sweetheart. She was supposed to speak last year. She couldn't because Canada made it difficult to get here for um, COVID reasons. But Claire, I, we met through podcasting. Fellow podcaster, a listener, genuine. My goodness. What a just genuine person who wants to help people. Follow her Instagram. Follow what she's doing. She's, she's saying warm. She's warm, cogent. Cogent. Says lots of positive things about building up others. And I'm like, that's a person that I, I want to have our, our, our conference because she's doing so much good for our industry. Another person is Zoe Ways. We saw her at the Beauty Summit in January. That's another McKenzie's event. And, and she was amazing. We loved it. She talked about social media. So and, a little firecracker. Yeah, and really had a different approach, different ideas. And I'm like, you know what, girl? You should be speaking at LashCon. And I remember at the end of the conference, I went up to her and I said, you don't know us. We just met you. I heard your talk. I really enjoyed it. I'd love to have you bring that same energy and creativity to LashCon in November. And she said yes. And then um, another one, Anika Goodwin approached me, just emailed me out of the blue, just said, hey, I'm uh, a doctor and I have this new product line. How can we be part of LashCon? And at that point, I still had a few spots left, and we started talking via email. And being she's a doctor, and I'm like, okay, she's got to have a little more than your average she's a little street person. cred. Yeah, a little street cred. Doctors don't generally reach out to me, so they want to speak at LashCon. We usually have to reach out to them. So I was like, very cool. And after we got to know her, I was like, that'd be great. Let's bring you on. Let's have you talk about your, you know, your expertise. About, but yeah, your expertise. It's not about product because we can't do that. That's not, I'm not here to just do big pitches for product lines and commercials. That's one of the things, by the way, last time we really said, look, you may go to other conferences and someone will be up there for 30 minutes, not tell you anything at the end so you can sign up for my class. That's not allowed at LashCon. We, we tell them very clearly, when you come to LashCon, you have to give at least three things that people can take away. Can actually and take do. away and not have to like invest in a separate training. Yeah, you only have to do more training to gain benefits from your talk. Now, at the very end, you can say, by the way, guys, I have a class or I do this or buy this product. That's fine. We're not going to say you can't pitch anything. But man, 99% of that talk needs to be value given to the listener and, or the attendee, and only at the very end do you get to go, oh, by the way, I'm a brand, and I have this here, and that's what they're allowed to do. The only exception to that is we do have a handful of people speaking on the main stage. There's short five-minute talks. These people, by the way, get there by being sponsors, and they get to be there by being diamond sponsors. They buy the, they pay the highest price to be, get into the conference as far as you know, paying for the booth and all the stuff, but and one of the kickbacks they get is they get to be a speaker. It's only five minutes. That's why some people are like, wait, Otto Mitter is only speaking for five minutes on the main stage? Yes, only five minutes because he's there as a speaker, as a sponsor. So just, you know, there are some people who get in just by being a sponsor. So if you have a product line and you want to get on the stage and kind of break in that first time on the stage, I think Jenna Cash, I think her first time ever last year was speaking at LashCon was because she was a Diamond sponsor and she got to be on the stage. If I remember right, I think that was her first time ever speaking. So that was a kind of a nice chance for her to break in and learn a new skill. And let's see who else do we have. And then this year, we have four or five people doing that. Derek Hayes actually reached out to me. He's from Lockslash. And he reached out to me and said, hey, I'd like to be a speaker. And I said, well, I don't want any more spots. We're full. And he says, well, what about lunch? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean, what about lunch? He goes, I'll speak during lunch. And I'm like, why not? You're right. Why don't we have a lunch? Speaker, so if you don't want to leave the space and go have lunch, you can just go in a room and hang out, and Derek will be there, and you'll get to listen and learn from Derek. So I thought, sure, he came up with the idea, and so I said, know what? You get a spot. Now, 
Anyone could have reached out to me and said that. I mean, that lunch opening was has been there for now for three years. He could have said, well, someone else, but it was just because he thought outside the box and, and he didn't want to wait another year. Because I said, well, what about next year? Let's get you next year. He goes, I don't want to wait another year. What about lunch? So there you go. It helped change LashCon and he got a spot. We have had other opportunities where people were like, well, can I decorate this and I'll pay for it and I'll do this to serve the Lash community at LashCon? And and you're like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Totally. So maybe they're getting featured this next year because they came and they said, hey, I'd like to do this. Yeah, GT Lashes basically came to me and said, I would like to make your registration area look nice. I'm like, what do you mean? It looks bad? It goes, yeah, it looks bad. Yeah, it looks really bad. And I'm like, okay, what do you want to do? She goes, I want to decorate it. And she basically gave us some quick little mock-ups. I was like, girl, that looks really cool. And then she also is going to decorate the entrance into our international room. Now, next year, we'll sell these spots. But this year, she was the one who came up with the idea. So you too can do something like this. Yeah, you. When, if you come to LashCon, you can just start looking for opportunities. Look, think outside the box. I'll just give a couple more. Kelly Pilars, she got picked because I met her on Clubhouse. Last year, for a short time, for four or five months, I was doing Clubhouse because uh, everyone, everyone was. Everyone was. It we was had just, nothing else to do. We had nothing to do, and Clubhouse seemed kind of cool. Now I just don't care about Clubhouse. Sorry, guys, if you love it. Well, God it's bless just you. that you've got other things to I do. I don't have time to sit around for hours and just talk. I just can't. I got to work. Our podcast is how we do that. But I met Kelly there, and Kelly was amazing. I really, really like Kelly. Actually, and yeah, it's about a year and a half now we've known Kelly because we met her before Scottsdale. So that's right. So another feature is the honey, not the vinegar. Yeah. You know, the honey. The honey is attractive. She was doing really cool stuff. I loved her content. I loved what she said. In the clubhouse, she was really encouraging, supportive of people. I think she had a really cool voice. And I was like, man, we have to get her on a podcast. We did. She goes on our podcast. And then after that, I said, you know what? I think you'd be great because she is doing something kind of unique in Arizona with her business as a lash artist. She's not just a lash artist. She's got medical services and stuff like that. Pretty unique. No one's really doing what she's doing. She may be one of the only ones in the country. And so I was like, we really should have her come and speak at Lashco because again, she was doing something noteworthy and I met her through just networking means. So let me see anyone else. I think just through the other stuff. I mean, there's so many other people here. Some of these people like Mo is on a panel. We Lash met, lover. She, the first time I met her last year is when she started doing Instagram Right? She did. And she won an award for the best TikTok or video at LashCon. And she also, I think, won an award, too, if I remember right, for a Lashy Award, if I remember. So we just got to know her a little bit from that. And we connected. And then she invited us to Lash Bash. And we couldn't make the first one, but the second one we did. And we've gotten to know Mo over the last year. And when the opportunity she said... She serves our industry wonderfully, as many of you know. Yeah. And I was like, no, what, Mo, I think it would be great to have you on, at least this year on the panel. And she'll probably come back hopefully one year as a speaker and so forth. I, you know, hopefully that gives you an idea of how a lot of these people get on. And a lot of times it's because we've met people and networked. Like Carrie Bristow is a huge fan. We love Carrie. And we've known her for like three, four years now. And she just now got to speak. Mm-hmm. There's also other people too, by the way, I've asked to speak and they, they just can't get in. Like, oh, my schedule doesn't work with me. And it's like, okay. So sometimes people go, why hasn't that person spoke? Because they say no to me. <laughs> That's not, not because I don't want them. I mean, we've been very clear. We don't care. We can have different views on things. There are people that are speaking at our conference that I would say I don't agree with everything they say. And that's okay. Well, what about the complaint? Well, you just need to have more diverse sponsors. 
that's another thing. Yeah, I've had that where people have gotten mad saying, well, you just don't have a very diverse lineup with your sponsors. Guys, I can't get people. No, wait, wait. Let, let, I don't think people have thought this one out. Yeah. Okay, first of all, okay, so if the goal is to get a more diverse group of sponsors. First of all, you have to know what the sponsors are, right? Yeah. So one of the first questions would be what, what's your ethnicity? Yeah. What, please your sexual preference? What's your religion? You think you can ask that kind of stuff? And then if you do, you're going to reject somebody because you don't have a high enough quota of somebody else. How are you supposed to implement a practice like that? Yeah, you can't. That's discrimination. That's discrimination. Whatever way you slice it, it's discrimination. And I, by the way, this year, there's probably at least 20, 30 people Coming to the con, I have no idea who they are. I've and never that's seen how them. It's supposed to be. I don't know what they are. I don't. They could be a guy. They could be a girl. They could be a monster. They could be an alien. I have no idea who they are because I've never met them. And that's kind of the magic. And I can't control who applies and who buys sponsorships. I put it out there for everyone, and those who take the leap and say, "I'm going to give it a shot." get rewarded, and get to be here. <laughs> okay, let's just say, let's just say, okay, so the people that call and they're lined up to be sponsors, then you decide, okay, I want to make sure that this is diverse. So you call them up and be like, who are you? Yeah. What's your ethnicity? And then you're going to reject people because they don't cut it. You want a lawsuit real fast? Do that. Start asking people about their sexual preference. Ask them about their, what, what colors your skin? Ask them about what their religious backgrounds are. Ask them these questions, and I can assure you, a lawsuit will be following okay, very soon. So here's a little dish. Last year, we had a speaker yes. that we invited to speak. A pretty big name. Someone I was and very excited about. And this person said, I'd be happy to, but you need to make sure that half of your speakers are this marginalized group. And then there were other criteria, a list, just list, yeah. a huge list. And we said, okay, how would you suggest that we ensure this? What would those conversations look like? Yeah, because I can't ask people up front, what's your sexual preference? I have to follow the law as if we're hiring, right? Yeah. So how would you suggest that we do this? And we never heard back from this they person. They never, this person probably has since recanted these policies. Because, it sounds great at first, right? But yeah. how do you actually implement we're them? Trying to even, we're trying to give people opportunities, right? We want people to have opportunities. I mean, LashCon was built on the idea of giving new voices. We know that feeling of being overlooked and not seen. A lot of the faces and voices you'll see at LashCon are people who've never had a voice or been seen. And that's something that we're very proud of with LashCon. Not everyone. There'll be names. Lena's going to be there. Probably the biggest name in our industry. Yes, we because have that. Because we are a big tent. We have everyone. We have big names, little names, no names. doesn't matter. So for us to have all that diversity and ask this person asking us those questions was really ethically impossible to do. And we could be legally liable and get in trouble for asking it, these it, questions. It just was – it was – asinine to think that you could actually try to do that. Yeah, and I'm almost wanting to ask her to come back again, and I bet you on her rider, it's gone. Like, that's all gone. Because I guarantee you no one could promise that 50% of the speakers are going to be marginalized groups. And there was a whole list of marginalized. Like, it could be anything from people in wheelchairs to people who are blind, to people's color of their skin, ethnicities, religion, sexual preference, all these things qualify. She put them all in there as long as 50%. Actually, I think it was more. I think it was like two-thirds. And I was just like, I can't do that. I can't be asking these questions. Like, how much, what, what if I never seen someone, I'm like, and they are in a wheelchair. Let's say they're, they're just physically challenged. And I'm like, 
what, how do I ask that question? And if they, if I don't, if let's just, I need one more to hit that percentage to get to two thirds. And I'm like, I have two speakers. I'm like, wait, I need to ask you some personal questions before I can hire you. Do you like you. boys? Do yeah. you like girls? Yeah, what's sexual? Do you like them both? Do you like them both? What? I mean, how would you even ask that? I just, I just don't know. I don't know. Most people, that's not why they're speaking. They're not sharing. Most people would be offended if you're asking like during like a job. Why you, and, they're going to ask me, why do you want to know? Like, because I need to hit a certain percentage of speakers so that I so can So if you're not in the right category, speaker. I'm going to have to deny yeah, you. Yeah, I'm going to let you know, by the way, if you t- happen to be, like, I have too many straight people now. I'm sorry. You're not welcome. That's how you get sued, by the way. That's discrimination. That is, like, so wrong. Yeah, it's just so wrong. I know the intention was good. Like, they wanted to make a difference and help get more voices out there. But that's not the way you go about it. I think the way you go about it is you really do. You look l- for the best people. Look for the best people. And when you find the best people, guess what? America is very diverse. America is no, lo- is no longer the 1950s, guys. America is very diverse. Many voices are out there. Many different people are out there doing great things. And I will continue as a pledge to you guys to continue to go to conferences. That's why we go to conferences, to see people speak, to meet new faces, to meet and greet. I'm always looking for on Instagram, trying to bounce around. I probably spend one, two hours a day minimum on Instagram, just watching content, listening, seeing who's making a ruckus, who's making noise. People refer people to me, say, hey, you should be following this person. They're doing something special. And just an encouragement to any influencers in the Lash World that are listening, we encourage you to go to shows and conferences, even if you're not invited to speak. Exactly. Right? You want to support each other. You want to practice what you preach. If you say, do trainings, sit there like everybody else and learn from somebody. Lots of times we go to these things and the speakers don't sit. With the crowd. They just the they, crowd. they speak and they walk out, which I always feel a little bad. I mean, I understand they may have big big things they, to do. They, but yeah, they might have something to do. But at the same time, it's nice like support the industry. Go to the industries. Support one another. Invest in your community. That's how you meet people. Another thing, too, why some big names, some people are like, why have some big names not been at your con yet? Just because I know I get that question, too. Well, some of them won't be at our con Unless they speak, oh, just what I just—they won't sponsor. Like, uh, no, I don't sponsor unless I speak. And I'm like, well, I'm. You know what, guys? I'm not having the same people every year. We're always going to mix it up. We're going to have different people on because our... that's what we give to the attendees. That's yeah. our guarantee. Yeah, because again, one of the big complaints when we first started this in 2019 was that people were like, "Oh my gosh, I keep seeing the same 15, 20 people at every conference," and they're talking about the same thing. And they say the same thing, and they come back every year, and they're nice people, and they're good. They're leaders. They have so much to add. But man, it'd be nice to see someone different. And guess what? That's what LashCon does every year. Almost all our speakers are different. We have the two guys from Strategies, Michael and Daryl, because we were big Strategies fans. We believe in what Strategies is doing, and we believe they're the best solution for any salon owner out there. So we bring them back because of that very reason, because we truly believe they help more salons than any other coaching company in the world. But outside them, almost everyone else there. Now, some people come back. Mike and Sean spoke in 2019. Mike and Sean from Live Bay are back this year. I promise you this. They won't be back next year. Because I don't like them. They're great. They're huge. But Mike and Sean, I hope, will come as sponsors, but they won't be on the stage again. We have to give you something new every time. We try our best to bring new people, new voices, and not the same thing every year. And new messages and all that. And Mike and Sean have grown so much in three years. I thought it was definitely someone you should hear and see. It's like, wow, they were just blown up in 2019. Now they're kind of like the big dogs in the house. So we should let them speak again. And we will continue to try the big names. But at the same time, we're going to bring you the people you've never heard of or seen before, or you've just seen a little bit on Instagram. So hopefully if you're listening and you got through all this, there's a lot, lot to listen, talk to about today. Hopefully you'll be encouraged. Go, you know what, guys, there is a place for you. 
and you're just going to have to be patient and you're going to have to take the time and you have to make a ruckus and make a noise. And by the way, if you go get invited to our club, it's not personal. I'm not walking around going, oh, no, no, I don't like you. There's an opportunity for you. Get in touch with us. Yeah. Tell us what you'd like to talk about. We can help you. If there's something that's not quite right, maybe we can give you a little coaching and aim for the next year. Yeah. But just because you didn't get picked doesn't mean that LashCon's not for you. No. LashCon, we hope, will still be like, we always want to be the homecoming for the lash industry. It's where you come. It's where you get connected. It's where you make your friends. It's where you all re, re-energize for the upcoming year. And it's always in the fall like homecoming, right? So it's just something very special in that sense. LashCon is not about you speaking, only like a oh, good point of this, a serious business. We go to serious business every year. We've been going for like six, seven years, eight years now, whatever it's been. And all the big names, so many big names go and speak. In the hair world. In the hair world. And they go there to speak? No. They go there to network and connect with their peers. It's the once a time of year where there's not a trade show. It's just a conference, a lot more time to connect, a lot more time to talk. And you see these big names walking around, hanging out with each other, being friends, connecting and supporting one another. And not because they were asked to speak, but because they're committed to this industry. And we want LashCon to be that same thing. We want to be a, a thing that's there to support and bless it's our industry. It's not a vehicle for people's individual stardom. It's for the industry. Yeah. And hopefully, if you see it that way, you won't want to miss LashCon because you'll always come. You'll feel welcomed. You'll be part of our family. You'll see it's a big tent. There's many different people there. There's a tribe I'm somewhere in that group, especially as it gets bigger and bigger. With a thousand people, there's you can't tell me you come to LashCon and say, oh, there was no one there that looked like me a thousand people and everything was no it's gonna be a thousand people and it's gonna be very diverse very big tent i'll just say and i think you will really find your people there and hopefully next year if it's 1500 2000 even more so and as it continues to grow god willing you will find your community and find your tribe in midst of our bigger community of the Lashcast um, community and Lashcon community. So hopefully this is encouraging to go out there, make a ruckus, be patient. By the way, we will in December, I think it's when we did it last year. Hopefully we'll do it again this year. You can apply online. We'll have a place where you can just apply your talk and go, hey, I'd love to talk about this. And I will go through those emails. Two years ago, we got, I think, like 50 people applied. Last year, I think we only got 10. It wasn't that many. So we'll make a bigger deal about it. But if you want to be a speaker at LashCon, apply. And if you don't get, don't get mad. Remember, it took us 14 years before we spoke at our own conference. <laughs> okay? So you may be like, well, if I don't get picked first year, screw them. They don't see my genius. You know, it may take five, six, eight years. It might. It just might. Patience will be rewarded. Entitlement will not be rewarded. You feeling like I deserve it just because I'm me and I'm so special. Sorry, that doesn't win it. You got to wait and just hustle and keep making that noise. And by the way, start your own conference if you want. I'm more than willing to help other people start conferences. I'd be more than willing to be like a consultant and support you. Anyway, I mean, if you just want a little encouragement, you can just reach out to me and I'll, I'll help you. And if you have questions along the way, I'd be more than glad to help you. If you want me to actually really help you in bigger ways with the heavy lifting, probably would have to charge you for that. But, you know, just a little word of encouragement, where to go and all that. We're yeah, more but you can do it. You, yeah. you know, the big thing that I hope you take away from this is that a victim mentality isn't good for your soul. No. If you say to my, yourself, I can think differently about it, there's something that I can do today that's good for me, that's good for my business, and you begin to focus on those one, those small little steps, do what's right, do what's good for your yeah. family, do what's good for your business, you can change. You can create a message. You can create the change you want in this world. 
And instead of withdrawing and pulling yourself away and blaming people, jump into that gap, make that difference, do that thing, and be patient while you do it. And, and don't blame people. Don't be entitled. Honey. Yeah, be honey. I think honey goes no a vinegar. lot for you. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe how long this <laughs> We might have went. to break it apart. I don't know. I don't, but we'll see. We'll th- I'll look at it later. But anyhow, guys, that's a wrap. We are done. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at LashCast and at The Last Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Cream Puff Tusty, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. Bye.